It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, on the other side of the glass. Good afternoon, Scoots. Good afternoon. How we doing? Uh, good. Matt in studio today. Surprise me. Weird. I had Always to get weird. in here because it's air conditioned. I had to get in early because the uh, the Volkswagen Bug is AC is busted mm. and it is gloriously warm today. Not the type of the year or time of the year to have that go out. I'm not going to go to Lexington this weekend. Stay away from Lexington this weekend. <laughs> Supposed to be 93 Saturday. You got the Real Bird Festival with Tyler Childers and Zach Bryan. You got. Uh, Kentucky State Track and Field Championships, Kentucky State Softball Championships on the U.K. campus, Kentucky State Baseball Tournament going on uh, at the former Applebee's Park where the former legends used to play, now the Counterclocks. And, of course, Kentucky Baseball with no hotel rooms for fans within 30 miles. Kentucky Baseball hosting the regional with Indiana, Ball State, and West Virginia. So, don't go to Lexington. That's my advice. That's free. Free advice. Oscar is gone. Chris Livingston is gone. Antonio Reeves is maybe coming back, maybe going elsewhere. I haven't talked about this because this that's what uh, uh, K- KRC is for, TJ and Nick and, and you, Scooter. Well, it was exhausting today. But – they got seven players. They got seven players. You know they play in six weeks mm-hmm. in Canada? Mm-hmm. They play in six weeks, and they're representing our country, not just the university. Got to wonder if USA Basketball thinks they made a mistake. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong here. I heard today two of the guys on the team aren't going to make the trip. So is that knocking, that knocks it down to five. And don't get any fouls. Don't have any injuries. There are options. There better be. By the way, Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Head to Thornton's right now. 89 cents is all it costs for you to get an icy, cold, thirst quencher, 32 ounces or smaller. 89 cents. You heard it. Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 502- 414-1450. John Calipari made a statement today on social media. What? Yeah. He's been standoffish. Very. In the last, I would say, several years. He doesn't do half of his press post-game press conferences anymore. He doesn't do half of his day-before-the-game press conferences anymore. He sends out an assistant coach. He is very hard to... Um, get to do any media availability at all. And fans are starting to get fed up. Because guess what? You haven't won a title since 2012. I remember before that, uh, we haven't won a title since 1998. And then in 96, we haven't won a title since 1978. Kansas is winning them. Carolina's winning them. Even Louisville's winning them. UConn won it last year. They've won more than Kentucky has in the last several years. Fans are getting fed up with John Calipari. 
Here's the statement. I want to read it top to bottom. It's exhilarating. It really is. <laughs> John Calipari posted this morning, I woke up this morning thinking about our team now that the NBA deadline has passed. I, I would, I'm going to pause right here. I hope you were thinking about your team before you woke up this morning. But okay, let's move on. We support all of our players as they weigh their options and pursue their dreams, and it's my job to make sure these kids are making informed decisions. It may not be what you think or I think, but it's informed. But that also makes it hard to move until you really know what your roster is going to be. We've prepared for all scenarios, and now we can move forward. Are you buying any of this, Scooter? No. Because if you've prepared for all scenarios, then the next few days is filling, you're filling out the roster because you're prepared, right? You got guys on the hook to bring them in. Oscar, gone. We sort of knew that was going to happen. Chris Livingston, gone. We kind of thought that was going to happen. That was his plan the moment he stepped on campus. Antonio Reeves, coming back, but where? Where is he coming back? Illinois, Purdue. All right, let's continue this uh, wonderful statement. There's so much misinformation out there, and most of it we can't address publicly. He acts like he can't address anything publicly. Continuing on. Numbers being thrown around just aren't accurate. Who we are in contact with, who we are not in contact with, we don't make it public. We want players who want this culture, who care about winning, understand what it means to play at Kentucky, both how hard and how rewarding it is, and have the ultimate drive to win and succeed on the biggest stage, which helps everyone. We have a talented group right now, which isn't finished yet, but when it's done, we will have a talented team who will chase the ultimate goal together and make BBN proud. Yada, yada, yada. He had to say something at this point. He had to say something. Because you got a roster now with seven players on it, five of whom are incoming freshmen, and the other two are Onyensu and Thierro. Ugo Onyensu is going to be the starting center next year as, of, as we sit here right now. I'm not saying he's not going to be a much improved player. He probably will be much improved. But he's not Oscar Shibway. Well, and here's the one problem I have with that statement. Yeah. Is one problem? Because I got many. Yeah, I mean, my biggest issue is the whole thing about misinformation. Like, why, why is there misinformation out there? Well, I think what he's saying is these numbers, these NIL numbers that everybody says they're getting around the country are not as high as we are made to believe. From the players, from the schools, from the eight, from the representatives of the players. You know, there's no doubt that these kids have, you can't call them agents, but call them handlers. And these handlers, they say, this is what my guy is looking to get. And then when the guy gets something, the handler has to say he got what he wanted. And so naturally we put that number and say, wow, he got, you know, 200 grand. Um, you know, uh, Luke May, the quarterback, not Luke May, Drake May, quarterback at Carolina. He's getting $5 million. Is he really getting $5 million? See, I just read Cal's statement. I read as him saying the misinformation. I think that extends further out than the, just the nils. Oscar Shibway got paid. 
Now, he might not have got paid as much as he was worth to that university last year and the year before, but he got paid. But Antonio Reeves, Antonio Reeves, if he was getting paid, he would already be locked back up. Mm -hmm. If he was getting paid what he thinks he should get paid and what other teams are offering him, then he would already be locked up because conventional wisdom and thinking, and he has said this, is that he wants to come back to the University of Kentucky. So logic tells you the only thing keeping him from doing that is either A, he clashes with the head coach, or B, he's not getting the NIL money that other places are promising him. And look, these promises, these kids shouldn't get, you know bank on them until they actually see the money. It happened at Miami last year, I think. Mm-hmm. University of Miami. Uh, they were promised some things, and uh, well, we don't have it. We didn't come through. By the way, here's, have, here's something, but here's not what we promised. By the way, have you heard any of the here's what you missed on Kentucky roll call commercials on the Big X uh, with John Calperry? Yes. That last paragraph, yeah, I've heard I that. swear, is verbatim what he says oh, yeah. on our promo. Yeah. Verbatim. I mean, he's just rolling out the hits. That's all he does. He, he pulls out the hits. He doesn't want to tell you anything. And but look, it's like you can't you can't gripe about misinformation then if you're not going to talk and tell everybody what's going on. Maybe you know? he, maybe he shouldn't tell you what's going on. Maybe that'll work. And maybe in the next week he gets uh, Arthur Kaluma from Creighton who pulled his name out of the draft and is transferring, or uh, he gets the kid from St. John's, or he gets uh, somebody else. But and, and everything's fine. And that last paragraph he says. We will have a talented team who will chase the ultimate goal together. I don't know what his ultimate goal is anymore <laughs> because it seems like his ultimate goal is to get these guys to the NBA. Coach John Calipari should be should be in somebody's house right now trying to get them to come to Kentucky. It would not surprise me, Scooter, in the least to turn on my television tonight for the NBA Finals and see John Calipari sitting in the crowd in Denver in a great seat watching Jamal Murray and watching Tyler Hero and watching Bam Adebayo. Is Tyler going to play? Tyler's not going to play, but he'll, he'll dress nice. Boy, Stan Van Gundy ripped his apparel in Game 6. Heroes? <laughs> oh, he let him have it. What is that? Doesn't Stan Van Gundy have a mustache? Does he have the right to talk about anybody else's look? Uh, he can because he's such a good analyst. He's such a good. He's gamer. better than his. I, he's I better. Love him. He's better than his brother. I think so. I his, think so. I can't stand Jeff. And guess what? You're going to get tonight. You're going to get Mike Mike Breen, who's great. Bang! And you're going to get Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. And I, I look. I think they they're very knowledgeable. They they come. I don't like guys or women who talk down to the fan, like the fan. The, the guy listening at home is stupid. And I think Van Gundy has a tendency to Jeff Van Gundy. And Mark Jackson has a big tendency to do it. So do you lean more on the Reggie Miller side of things? I love then? Reggie. I love Doris Burke. You'd rather have Reggie than Mark? Yes. I'd rather have Doris Burke Doris tonight. Doris is great. She's fantastic. She's amazing. I'd rather have Stan Van Gundy. I'd rather have Jimmy Jackson. I think Jimmy Jackson does a great job. He does. But some of these guys talk try to they talk down to the audience. Now, when Jack, when Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy get in a heated debate, it's great. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, they are adamant about the fact that each of, each one's right and the other guy's an idiot, and I love watching that. But when they're trying to explain something that's going on, 
don't talk to me like I haven't ever seen an NBA game. That's all. That's what they do. Well, I mean. And I don't think Doris Burke does that. Reggie doesn't do that. Jimmy Jackson, any of those, Stan Van Gundy, I love them all. I mean, when you're when you're going through the whole broadcasting. How did we get off on this? Rigmarole. I mean, you're taught to kind of dumb it down for listeners. Did we get off on this because Tyler Hero wears bad clothing and Stan Van Gundy has a mustache? Yes. Yeah. I think so. That's not good. <laughs> um, all right. So if you're Kentucky, where do you go here? Arthur Kaluma is the big fish right now. Mm-hmm. The Creighton, uh, I saw him play last year. He's huge. He is a man. Um, Alabama, Texas, Texas Tech, and Kentucky are reportedly, and again, who do we believe here? Reportedly, those are the four schools that he's considering. Keep in keep this in mind. The SEC had a lot of guys pull out of the draft and go back to their schools. Tennessee, Arkansas, a couple of a few of these really talented schools had guys pull out. Alabama, Quinterly's coming back, and say, hey, "We're going to stay uh, where we were." Antonio Reeves. He pulled his name out, but he hasn't said where he's going to end up. And they need Antonio Reeves. You know, he was the second-leading scorer on the team last year. People don't realize mm-hmm. that. He had 37 in a true road game, which is only eight players in Kentucky history have ever done that. The history of Kentucky basketball. He was 0 for 9, 1 for 14 in a postseason game. And everybody kind of remembers that. Uh, but he was the best shooter on that team. I mean, he also went for 37 in an SEC road game, and everybody remembers yeah. that. Yes. Well, okay, if you ask fan on the street right now, what do you remember about Antonio Reeves last year? More than 50% of them are going to tell you one for 14. Disagree. 0 for 9. I think more than 50% would bring up in the 37-point game. Okay, if you if you add the caveat of the tournament. No, I'm not right adding there. the caveat. That's what Kentucky – what do you think Kentucky fan remembers about the last two years? Losing to St. Peter's yeah. and losing in the second round last year. Yeah, but I think if you're that's just what they remember. But I think if you're just bringing up Antonio Reeves, that's not going to be the lasting memory. The positive memory is Oscar Shibway. Oh, he was great. Player of the year. Came back. Double average double double. Twenty eight double doubles last year. Or however many he had. And uh that's what they remember. They don't remember Antonio Reeves thirty seven. Hell, I had to look it up. I'm just saying they'll remember that over one of four. Number one for Cal's list right now is get him back. Yeah. That's it. That's number one. And number two is you got to get a big man in there, whether it's Kaluma or somebody else. Bradshaw ain't playing the five. He doesn't want to, and I don't think Cal wants him to. Uh, Onyensu, I don't know how much better he's gotten. That's your starting center at the start of the season. That's scary. He is going to be starting in Canada. He'll be starting in Canada. And Adu Thero will probably be starting as well. That's fine. Yeah, he's okay. But we're, we're not talking about St. John's basketball. We're talking I mean, about Kentucky basketball. Thero's probably grown another four inches this offseason. <laughs> well, that's true. He does. <laughs> he, had a, he had another spurt coming, I think. <laughs> oh, so Oscar gone. Totally expected. I don't blame him. Um, Mid-second round, maybe? Am I, am maybe. I overestimating that? Maybe. Chris Livingston, does he get drafted mid-second round maybe? He, he will, just based on potential, I, I would imagine. All right. Stay tuned. It's going to be a crazy weekend. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a crazy fun weekend for Kentucky basketball, or it could be a crazy, uneventful, very tense weekend for Kentucky fan as well. 
Uh, Zach Eady's coming back to Purdue. I saw Zach Osterman, who is a uh, friend of the uh, Hoosier Report, tweet out yesterday. Oh, I see Zach Eady's coming back, so he can lose two more games to Indiana. Eh, you better watch. <laughs> you better watch out there, Zach. I don't know about that. Or, uh, or lose to I'm, a 16 seed in the I, tournament. FDU, baby. <laughs> I I, met, I said this to you before the show. Purdue is a great value bet right now. 18 to 1 to win it Just all. throwing money away. I understand they've never won throwing money anything. Away. Have they ever been to the Final Four? They've never been to the Final Four. I think they've been to one. Yeah, 1980. Mm. I want to say they were in one. Yeah, you might be right. Gene Cady. That's right. Uh, okay, Matt Painter's never been to the Final Four. Is that fair? Yeah. Um. However, my thought process is simple on this. They had two freshman guards last year who are going to be exponentially better just because of the experiences they had last year. And you get the National Player of the Year back in Zach Eady, who had 28 double-doubles, averaged 23 points, and 13 rebounds. Keep this in mind. I know they lost to Fairleigh Dickinson. They were a one-seed scooter, and they're going to have the same guys back. With a good class coming in. So 18 to 1 right now to me, I believe soon that's not going to be 18 to 1. I, c- I couldn't believe it this morning when I looked at it and it was 18 to 1 because that's a huge announcement, Edie coming back. Now, he, was he going to get drafted? He's 7 feet 5, is that right? 7 4. four. I think, yeah. And probably wasn't going to, well, he's going to make $2 million again. These numbers are speculative and NIL. If you're not drafted till the second round of the uh, NBA draft or undrafted, you might as well stay in school if you're going to get that kind of money. But the Big Ten didn't want to hear this. He's coming back. They got a great cast coming back with him, and as you mentioned, a good recruiting class coming in. Uh, Joe Barry Carroll was on that Purdue team. Uh, um, I'm reminded by Phoenix Hill Richard. Joe Barry Carroll. You don't. How could know you that forget? Maybe. How could you forget? I didn't forget, but no, if you just said if you just said who was on that 1980 Purdue team, I don't think I would have come up with Joe Barry Carroll. Sounds like you forgot. I didn't forget. I was never. <laughs> if I you never, wouldn't, I didn't think it. about it. I, I didn't think <laughs> who was on that team because nobody asked me who was on that team. Glenn Robinson, that's Michigan. Glenn Robinson Jr. Oh, he never got there. <laughs> uh, so Purdue, Indiana fan, not happy with this. Purdue Zach Eady is coming back. Although Zach Osterman of the is he the Indianapolis Star? I believe so. Yeah. Um, careful what you tweet. Just careful what you say out loud. All right, let's take a break. I got news and notes that are going to blow your mind after the break. We'll talk some baseball as well. NBA title run starts for Denver and Miami tonight. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. I forgot to mention it's Thursday, June 1st. Welcome to June, Scooter. So happy. The, uh, so happy. You golfed yesterday, right? I did. How hot was it out there? Uh, it was a little warm. But little warm. see, here's the deal with golfing in the wintertime or summertime, John. As long as you bring like a towel to wipe your arms off, got, wipe the sweat off your frogger. head. I got a frogger's. Yeah, the, the frog dog. Yeah. Frog dog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Love them. It, you just got to have something to wipe off the sweat. That's it. It's not that bad. <sighs> I don't sweat. That's why I'm. Mm. That's why I weigh what I weigh. 
don't know I, that I, I, never, I never sweat anything out. I got a Volkswagen with no air conditioning right now. Do you really not sweat? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was like, that's crazy. Uh, by the way, high school baseball on the Big X this Saturday. I will be on the call. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, here on the Big X at 11 a.m., 2A regional final, Brownstown Central against the Providence Pioneers. Man, you have a thing with Brownstown and Providence. I huh? know. I did the basketball game. <laughs> and then uh, the Class 3A regional final, Connorsville and Silver Creek, will begin at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Both those games are at Floyd Central High School, and I will be uh, on the call. Oh, Silver Creek's at Floyd, too? That's yes, cool. They're both at Floyd. I'm going, I'm going uh, 11 a.m. game. Providence game, hopefully it's over fairly soon. I can grab a bite, a little lunch there, and then 3 o'clock Silver Creek game. You already have lunch plans? No. But I know I've been to Floyd Central. My nephew went to Floyd Central, so I've been there a number of times, and uh, I know what's around there. I can can find something. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get a whole meal at Tumbleweed or anything. Might as well. Well, Why not? (laughs) And then Matt will be in Evansville for the uh, Castle Regional. It'll be a, a 4 o'clock Eastern time start on our sister station, 970 AM, the Jeff Red Devils against Castle, the home team there in the uh, Evansville Castle Regional. Again, 4 Eastern time on 970 They get to play AM. U of E. At the U. Is that uh, still Donnie Baseball? Don Mattingly Park? Mm, not sure on that. Should be Scott. Probably Rowland not. Park. Not the U of E. Yeah. No, I've been by the, the University of E. Uh, it's pretty pretty cool. That's a cool field. So uh, I will be in Floyd Central, at Floyd Central High School for the double dip, and then Matt will be in Evansville for the 4 o'clock Eastern time game um, for the Jeff Red Devils. Regional final action right here on the Big X and on 970 AM for the Jeff game. Pretty awesome. There's three local teams in regionals. It is. It's, uh, I don't want to say it's rare, but it's, it's rare. kind of rare. You could say that. It's rare. I don't want to say it. It just <laughs> sounds mean-spirited. All right, some news and notes here. Bats won last night again, 9-2 to two over Wooster. They've won three straight in that series, five straight overall. Unreal. Um, <laughs> they had another grand slam last night. I think it was uh, Encarnacion. What's his name? Encarnacion Strand. Yeah, Dash Strand. Mm-hmm. He had a slam last night. He'll be, for, he'll be up at the Reds soon, too. 6.35 tonight, 6.05 pregame right here on the Big X. Matt and Jim Kelch will uh, bring you the action. Did I say Matt? Yeah, Nick and Jim Kelch. Nick Kerr and Jim Kelch. And it's Colts Caravan Night. So if you're an Indianapolis Colts fan, uh, the cheerleaders will be there tonight doing a couple of dances. I went last year on Colts Caravan Night. How was you it? You got the Colts mascot, that goofy-looking horse, mm-hmm. white horse. Uh, he's out there, and the cheerleaders are out there, and then there's one Colt who you probably never heard of that signs autographs down in the tunnel. I mean, I know that's mean-spirited, but it's, a it's you know, he's a backup free safety or something. Do they give anything Colts away? Um, I don't know. Oh, you oh you know what they should do? So you know how the Pacers. I can't wait to hear. You know how the Pacers do, like, Indiana-Kentucky night where they yes, put the logo the on the side? Yeah. The Bats should do that and put the Colts logo on the side. I don't think they do That'd that. That'd be great. That'd be all right, but I don't think they do that. Let me look here because uh, I am intrigued. I see you got me. I mean, if you're a sports team and you're inviting another sports team in, you you should both be on a hat. All right. Well, let me read it to you since uh, I can read a little bit. It is Thirsty Thursday, by the way. $2 Miller Lite, $3 hot dogs and nachos. You buried the lead. Gates open at 5. 
five to eight, you've got Thirsty Thirsty. $2 Miller Lite, $3 hot dog and nachos. I could, I could tear lead, that up. John. I could tear that up. My gosh. 20 bucks, and I'm laying in a pool of my own <laughs> bodily fluids. Uh, Colts Caravan. Uh, the Little Slugger Field hosts, hosts the Colts Caravan. Enjoy a night of excitement with Colts mascot Blue. I didn't know his name. Performances by the Colts cheerleaders and an autograph session with a Colts player to be announced. And it's not Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning, just so you know. They haven't announced yet? According to the uh, – this is the Louisville Bats schedule on the on the website. So if you can find who that Colts player is going to be, that would be uh, very much appreciated. Tomorrow, by the way, it's Girl Scout Night and Lou Gehrig Day. It's Lou Gehrig Day all around the major leagues too. And Margarita Madness. See, you always you should always lead with the alcohol, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is that fair? Here you go. Here speaks of your Colts player. I cannot wait. Oh, God. <laughs> I've literally never heard of Who's this Who's it going to be? Zaire Franklin. Uh, he used to have a different name, I think. Right? I don't, I've never heard of him. Zaire Franklin. What position does he play? Oh, Any idea? Oh, man. No idea. <laughs> uh, get your Zaire Franklin autograph tonight. Uh, but look, I went last year. It was great. He's Coach, a linebacker. Coach cheerleaders. It was great. And uh, and Blue, the mascot, will be there tonight. And the Bats trying to continue that winning streak. They are on fire. This is the most. And, and when the McLean was down, this is probably the most talented Bats team in a long, long time. Long, long time. Now they're mm-hmm. not going to be there long. De La Cruz has got to go up at some point. Encarnacion Strand is going to go up. Lively is already up there. McLean's already up there. They got another pitcher, I think, that's going to head up soon. Uh, and the Reds beat Boston last night, five to four, killing it. Five straight wins, six, isn't it? Five, including three over my Cubs. They'll play Boston again tonight, trying to sweep the series. Seven ten, I think. Uh, it's Hunter Green tonight. He's one and four with a four eighteen ERA. But he's got the stuff. Tough matchup tonight. Chris Sale, former All-Star for the Red Sox, 5-2 and two with a 472 ERA. He's washed up. Uh, boy, he's got that lanky, left-handed, long delivery that you don't know where the ball's coming from. He's scary. By the way, speaking of baseball, and Zaire Franklin wears number 44, so this reminded me. Did you see the deal that uh, I can't wait to see where Julio is. Rodriguez has now? Uh, no, but he had another homer two nights ago. So, well, that's good news for some fans. So he wears 44. He's got a sponsorship now with Alaska Airlines. Okay. And anywhere he hits, if he hits a home run, say, to left field, where the row that the ball lands in, all those fans get round-trip flight from Alaska Airlines anywhere they want for $44. Okay, where does Alaska Airlines fly? Yeah, that's a great question. Alaska? That's a great question. And where else? Because if Hawaii's on there, I'm in. Yeah. But $44 round trip. $44 round trip? That's that's an awesome deal. For every fan in the row where his home run goes. Seattle beat the Yankees 1-0 in 10 last night. I was talking about the Yankees finally scoring runs. And as soon as I talk about it, they put up a 10-inning goose egg. And he homered last? Rodriguez homered last? Two nights I was like, that was the only run? I knew I was going to talk college basketball today. I did not know I was going to talk Colts cheerleaders and (laughs) Julio Rodriguez. Uh, Drew Ellis, by the way, got called up by the Phillies today uh, to take the place of the injured third baseman Alec Bohm. Ellis was with uh, the Jeffersonville High School former player, uh, UofL player, was with 
uh, Arizona last couple of years mm-hmm. and uh, got sent down, but he is now with obviously in the Phillies organization. So he will be up with the Phillies starting today. Phillies finishing off a three-game set in New York against the Mets. Uh, early afternoon game today at one ten. If you ask anybody around my age or maybe a little younger, the best player to ever come from this area, they, That's would, it. they would say Drew Ellis, yeah. Yeah. Yep, hard to argue. All right, let's keep the news and notes going. The uh, Cheez-It Bowl has a new name, Scooter. Did you see it? I saw this, yeah. Uh, I cannot remember what it is, Oh, though. come on. It's another food item. I can't, the, can't remember. It's the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Oh, that's right, yeah. At Camping World Stadium in Orlando, it'll be Thursday, December 28th at ESPN, 5.45 p.m. start. I would love to play in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Especially if What's you your favorite a- Pop-Tart? Uh, probably strawberry. See, I'm going off the board here because I was never a Pop-Tart guy growing up. No? But when I saw S'mores Pop-Tarts mm-hmm. and they got the ice, the chocolate icing on the top, it's over. That's a, you eat them cold, I can heat them up, doesn't matter. That's that's Mike Rutherford's favorite. Do you eat doesn't Pop-Tarts matter. now? No. Even though you have a grandson? He doesn't eat uh, them? Not yet. Okay. No. Uh, you know, his mom's, she's, she's kind of strict. Have you had the brown cinnamon him, I, sugar? I, I sneak him ice cream sometimes. Uh, they, they frown upon that. He's got a lactose issue. Mm. Uh, but no, I haven't had the brown cinnamon sugar. That one gets a lot of heat. A lot of people are divided on that one. You either like it or you don't. Pop-Tarts Bowl or Cheez-It Bowl? Which would you prefer? I thought the Cheez-It Bowl was cool. They poured Cheez-Its yeah. over the coach at the end of the game. Cheez-Its give me heartburn, so I'm going to go with Pop-Tart. You know the best Cheez-It? Extra toasty. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, my God. Not even close. It's oh, not even my close. God. I bring home a box of extra toasty Cheez-Its. Gone that night. Uh, my wife is in heaven. <laughs> she would. She burns anything on purpose. <laughs> she loves the, the burnt crust of anything. That's how I am. Uh, so the Pop-Tarts Bowl. The other news and notes, and I'm going off the sports grid here. I saw this yesterday. I meant to bring it up yesterday, but Tony was here. So uh, we had other things to talk about. Al Pacino's 29-year-old girlfriend is pregnant. And here is the important part with his child. How old is he? 82. Good grief. Now, I would say congrats if you still got it going on (laughs) at 82. But this woman, she's 29. I'm not going to get into her name or her vitals. or uh, Well, I can give you her name. Her name is Noor Alfala. And uh, the picture I've got, she's young Demi Moore gorgeous. Hmm. She's gorgeous. They've been linked together since April of last year, so over a year. He's 82. She's 29. She has dated in the past Mick Jagger and Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's 93. She's looking for some money. So people have fetishes. Do women, or men for that matter, have fetishes of Dating or being with someone that much older than themselves? I mean, I wouldn't turn... Does a woman go, you know, I just can't get enough of these gray-haired guys with canes that can that are hunched over and can barely walk and they're missing teeth. I just can't get enough of them. I, I honestly wouldn't turn my nose up at a, like a woman at 60. Okay, we're, we're going somewhere we probably shouldn't th- go. That's 60 years difference, John. That is... He's 82, oof. she's 29. That is... 53, 53 years. Yeah. That's a long... And Clint's 93. That was 64-year difference. 
Man, oh, man. And if Clint Eastwood's getting it done at 90, more power to him. That's all I can say. Congratulations, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and I guess congratulations. You know, De Niro's girlfriend's having a baby. Did he see already? He's a little younger than, uh, than uh, maybe. He's a little younger than yeah. Pacino. He's the one we talked about last week. Did we talk kid. about that? Yeah. Because his oldest is like 51. <laughs> his oldest is the, it could be the grandparent of his new Absolutely, baby. yeah. Could be the great grand. Well, it's close. <laughs> oh my God. Where do we where did the, where did this show go wrong? <laughs> We've been off the rails all where week. Where did this show go wrong? All right, let's take a break. I gotta I gotta <laughs> go take a shower real quick. Uh, and then we'll come back. NBA news. We have a new highest paid NBA coach ever. We'll talk about that. I guess the best thing you can do is get fired. All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment on this Thursday. Welcome to June, everybody. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, get yourself the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card as I quickly try to pull up all the information. This year's card features Park Mammoth, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Woody View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2023 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Supplies limited. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. That's 812-725-1457 for the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. You got yours, right? Scoot? I do, yeah. By the way, I did up. I added up the savings on that. You're saving over $150. Pretty incredible. And you're getting six rounds of golf. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I hate golf. Because <laughs> um, you stink. I do stink. <laughs> no doubt about it. I used to like it, though. That's the difference. I've always stunk at it. But I used to like it. Now I enjoy just riding around the golf cart, watching other idiots hacking around yeah. and having a few cold, ice cold beverages. That's just as fun. I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, NBA news. Uh, this just turned my stomach. Found out during the break. Brad Stevens has announced that Joe Mazzulla will be back as the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Mm. <sighs> you don't like it. Oh, I expect another wonderful regular season. And then. A guy that can't coach and isn't ready for the moment, blowing it in the playoffs. I mean, he got to the finals this year of the he got to the conference, conference finals. finals and was down three zero. And only due to the talent on that roster were they able to get that to go to seven games. Only due to the talent on that roster were they able to beat Philadelphia in Game Six of the Eastern Conference semifinals. You don't credit him for any of that. Nothing. Not even a little. Okay. Not even a little. And I expect nothing better next year. By the way, getting fired is the way to go if you're an NBA coach. Nick Nurse got fired by the Toronto Raptors. He is now the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, and he got a pretty sizable salary increase. But nothing like Monty Williams. Monty Williams had the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals in 2021. He was fired earlier, well, late in, late in May after his Suns lost to the top-seeded Denver Nuggets. 
after they brought Kevin Durant on board, he was let go. I think he's landed on his feet. I know he's landed on a pile of dough in Detroit. He is the new head coach of the Pistons. Six years, Scooter, you ready for this? Ready. $78.5 million. About 12, about 12 million a year for Monty Williams, who's never won anything as the head coach, and I think he's a good coach, head coach of the Detroit Pistons. Largest coaching deal in NBA history. Monty Williams was coach of the year in 2022. Um, 194 wins, 115 losses as the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. $78.5 million over six years. Can you think of a – forget NBA. Can you think of a coach in any of the big four that's gotten that type contract? Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. Because John Gruden had a huge contract with the Raiders before he messed that up. He had a huge contract. Okay, Belichick makes $20 million. Yeah. I mean – Sean Payton, eighteen. But this is the highest NBA. Well, there's more money in the in sure. NFL. There are yeah. Fewer teams and more money. Yeah. Um, this is a Detroit team, by the way, that's got some really good young talent. Jaden Ivey, former Purdue Boilermaker, Jalen Duran. They were the number five and number thirteen picks in last year's draft. Um, they played at Detroit. Cade Cunningham, remember him? The year mm-hmm. before, he was the number one overall pick. But um, he only played 12 games this past year because of shin surgery. I've never heard of shin surgery, but it happens. They got uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, who averaged 21 and a half this season. Isaiah Stewart, big man. James Wiseman, they just got from Golden State and in the middle of the year. Marvin Bagley is expected to be back. And they have the number five pick in this month's NBA draft as well. Dwayne Casey, former Kentucky Wildcat, was the uh, was the former coach. He left in midseason to go up into the front office and let somebody else take a beating uh, with this Detroit team. But this is a playoff-ready team. They're not a championship-ready team, by any stretch of the imagination, but they are a playoff-ready team. So talk about landing on your feet. They fire him in Phoenix, and he gets a major salary upgrade, and he's coaching a bunch of young guys. He doesn't have any prima donnas like DeAndre Ayton that are going to hate the coach right off the bat. Best thing to coach in the NBA are young, talented guys because they're too dumb to rebel against you as a coach. They're not ready to rebel. They will rebel eventually, but they're not ready yet. By the way, the highest-paid hockey coach is $5 million. Dave Roberts is the highest paid baseball manager at six point five million. So shows you the discrepancy there. Yeah. And he's gonna make uh well, six times twelve seventy two. He's gonna make twelve and a half million a year. Pretty good. Monty Williams. Whew. Belichick's at twenty? Twenty. They should just they should just say, look, we'll give you thirty percent ownership in the team and pay you less than that. He'd probably, oh, okay, I guess I'll take that. That'd be great. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm, I'm really excited about this coming season, as you can tell. Uh, all right, tonight, game one, Miami and Denver, ABC 830.
Denver is a nine-point favorite in this opener, Scooter. Are you buying that? Rest or rust? I said it yesterday. Is Denver in great shape because they rested, or are they a little rusty? That's the question we have to ask ourselves, and I'm going to take the heat here in the nine points. Yeah, I don't. I mean, a I lot of points. I don't know where to go with this one, but yeah, nine is a ton. And I know the Heat have been counted out all playoffs, but they've risen to the occasion and got through those challenges all, all right. playoffs as well. Jimmy Butler over under tonight. 27 and a half. Bing! Right on the money. Right on the money. Come on. Uh, Nikola Jokic over under tonight. Uh, probably 29 and a half. 27 and a half also. Same. You should really? have stuck with your original answer. Jamal Murray over under tonight. 22 and a half. 25 and a half. Uh, Denver's nine, the over-under for the game, 219. All these Miami games in the Boston series were 209, 207. The, the game seven was 203 and a half. So 219 is a pretty big number. I think Vegas expects Denver to push the pace more than the Celtics did and to not play as good a defense as the Celtics did. The question is, can Miami's defense slow this game down? Miami wants these games in the 90s. There's no doubt about it. Denver wants the games in the 110, 120 range. And uh, it sounds like Vegas thinks Denver's going to get their way tonight. And uh, nine-point favorites, 219 over-under. I think Vegas thinks Denver's the bet tonight. But I, I'm taking Miami because I Vegas is always right, and I never listen to them. You went Miami and over? I went Miami and over. I'm going to yeah. take Denver and under. That's a good move. <laughs> you might as well. What do you got to lose other than cash? Um, Who's going to be that other guy? That's the question. If you're Denver, you got Jokic and Murray. They're going to run the pick and roll. Jokic is going to get everybody involved early. He's going to end up with a triple-double. Now, whether it's 31 points, 18 rebounds, 15 assists, or 12 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, that's a difference. That could make the difference. But he and Murray are going to be the leaders. Who's the third guy? Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. Those are your two number, you know, those are your two best guesses here. Contavious Caldwell Pope, Brian Brown, guys like that. And then your Miami, who's the number two to Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler's done a great job. He did a great job in the Boston series of getting everybody else involved until crunch time, and then he just takes over. I don't know if you can do that. If you could do it against Boston, you could probably do it against Denver. Denver doesn't play defense like Boston did. But does Caleb Martin have the kind of series he had against Boston? That's asking a lot because he was great. His over-under tonight, Caleb Martin? 12, 12 and a half. 15 and a half. You love this guessing game, though. I do. Especially when you get one right. How, how am I going to get the first one and then not get any more? Well, what, about, what about Cody Zeller? What's his? His is a <laughs> negative four and a half. <laughs> He's going to be the X factor. Oh, you want minutes? His, his minutes are <laughs> two and a half, over under two and a half minutes. He shuts down Jokic. Uh, you heard it here first. Wow. Uh, now that I'll bet against. <laughs> um, but for the Heat, you got a lot of options here. Tyler Hero will not play tonight. He's anticipated return as the opener in Miami, which is game three. But you got Caleb Martin, you've got Gabe Vincent. Bam Adebayo, obviously, the number two man on that team. Uh, Max Struess can knock down some threes. Duncan Robinson. Into the regular season, Duncan Robinson was not playing. He was not in the rotation. Mm -hmm. But if you remember, 
he was a big part of this team when they were in the finals in the bubble against LeBron and those guys. And when they've been, he was a big factor in the Boston series. So all of a sudden, Eric Spolstra, again, I'll say it again, Hall of Fame coach, decides, you know what, Duncan, you haven't been playing, but we need shooters, so we're going to put you in. And he throws up a 20-25 spot one night against Boston. Who knows who the guy's going to be? I think this series is going to go seven. I know you are of a different opinion. Five. I think it's going to go seven. I think there's a legitimate shot. Miami pulls the, the upset tonight. I think rust is a factor. If it's not, if rust is not a factor, then Denver could blow them out tonight. But Miami's resilient, and we underestimate we underestimate both of these teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, Denver didn't get any respect. Everybody thought the Suns were going to beat them. Everybody thought the Lakers were going to beat them. They sweep the Lakers. And there's still no respect on Denver's name, even though they're the number one seed. And Miami, I'm not sure they they should get respect. They're an eight seed who had to get in through the playing system. They beat the number one seed, Milwaukee. Uh, Giannis missed a couple of those games, but he didn't miss them all. Still don't respect them. They beat Boston. Boston was favored in all seven of those games, even the three games in Miami. And they lost three out of four in Boston to the Heat. They were favored in all seven games. Miami didn't even get respect when they were at home. They were still two and a half, three and a half point underdogs at home against Boston. You know, despite thinking that. Who's going to be favored in game three? Of this series? Yeah. It'll be Denver. Yeah. Of course. I agree. Go ahead. Despite what? But despite, man, what was I going to say? Oh, despite thinking Denver was going to win in five. I really do want to see Miami win just because so they could say they beat the two number one seeds. That I mean, that's just awesome. I want Denver to win for Jokic. Jokic has won back won back to back MVPs and probably I don't want to say he should have won it this year, but he was co MVP with Embiid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were the they they went back and forth all year, and people don't want to give guys MVP three years in a row. Larry Bird did it. Shaquille O'Neal did it. Nobody else has ever won three in a row. People don't want to get – even Michael Jordan, they didn't want him to win it th- three times in a row. It, it, what's the new story? That's the media's take. What's the new story? Well, Embiid's never won it. Okay, that's good. And he's playing well, and they're going to be the three seed. I think they were the three seed. By the way, speaking of Michael Jordan. I want to see Jokic win it and win the MVP. Did you watch Air this weekend? I still haven't seen it. Gosh dang it, John. I know. Do it. It's great. It's great. Oh, you're too busy watching The Sopranos, right? Nah, I'm watching Sopranos as well. You know what I'm yeah. on right now? Barry. Barry's good. I'm, I'm four episodes into Barry. And I'm like... I don't know if good's the word, but it's okay. This is a dark comedy. <laughs> this is a dark comedy. Bill Hader. Um, the guy that played in... Uh, oh, hell, I can't remember. The guy that... Um, can't remember his name. His mentor. <laughs> He's great. The whole cast is great. But uh, I do have to get to air. You're right. All right, tomorrow uh, we'll be on the air while Kentucky's playing their first baseball tournament game. So we'll keep you updated on that, and we'll see if Cal can get anybody to come play for him. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I heard it. I heard it on the X.